0: Welcome to Holistic Accountant Podcast, where we aim to showcase how adopting a holistic approach in accounting and tax maximizes value for clients. Beyond traditional tasks like preparing financial statements and tax returns, a holistic accountant focuses on offering advice that maximizes personal wealth on an after tax basis. If you enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a rating and sharing it with those who might also benefit. And to ensure you stay updated, subscribe to our weekly email. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so today, Mina and I are going to talk about the art of successful delegation. And of course, when you start your business... Uh, not only do you hope to, you know, achieve some great, great outcomes professionally and, and also financially, uh, you also, well, a lot of people, hope to, to build an asset, an asset that works without them, uh, an asset that generates cash flow that isn't necessarily linked to their personal exertion. Uh, and when we start a business, you know, we're starting from scratch, you know, we need to, to build a, an infrastructure, a brand around ourselves. And it can take quite a, a few steps in order to do that. And so today, Min and I wanted to talk about, you know, how to get go through that process and delegate effectively, and maybe we can share some of our own experiences. So many years ago, I remember reading a book called The E-Myth, which stands for The Entrepreneurial Myth. And the author, Michael Gerber, talks about that there's three roles within the business, which he calls the technician, the manager, and the entrepreneur. The technician is the person that does all the work. You know, they're the person that serves the customer or comes up with the advice or whatever your business might be. The manager is obviously the the person or the role that manages the team that all the that in order to deliver the service or the product that you're doing. And the entrepreneur is the business investor. You know they're not actually doing any of the work; they're just managing the business at a strategic or high level, uh, and obviously enjoying owning the equity in that particular business. And, and the thesis behind the myth is that you should. Occupy each of those positions within your business and then replace yourself with an employee. Of course, you don't replace the entrepreneur, which is the the last bit. You hope to obviously continue to retain equity in that business. And I thought it was a really good way of framing and looking at positions in your business. Um, and the best thing to do then is come up with an organisational chart. What are all the things that you do? What are those technician roles and those manager roles that exist in your business? And and if you're just starting out, you're doing all those roles. Uh, and then what you do is that you try to then build systems and document systems in each of those positions and then hire someone to replace yourself when the time is right. And so hopefully then what you do is re- you replace all those technician positions and then you're just the manager and then eventually you replace the manager positions and then you're the entrepreneur and you've got to gradually work your way out that way. And and the only way that you're going to be able to do that is if you become really good and effective at delegation. But before we go into
1: delegating options, I, I just wanted to mention that not all, it wouldn't really apply to all businesses. So for example, you could be a sole trader that may maybe just consult to one business so, such as an IT programmer, although you're classified as a sole trader business, there's not much scale delegation you can get out of that. So you need to be really realistic about that before trying to delegate or outsource some of your functions.
0: So let's talk about some uh, delegating options. So of course, you can go and hire people, which we'll talk about in a second. But the first thing you can do is outsource. And outsourcing is good because all you then need to do is manage the service provider rather than manage the human being. So you can outsource things like bookkeeping, accounting, marketing services, social media—you know those sorts of things. There's a lot of a lot more options available today to do that cost effectively and and easily within a business. If it's not your core competency, if if you're not good at at bookkeeping for example and and let's be honest few people get excited about bookkeeping Um, then of course it makes sense to start outsourcing those things they all come at a cost but we've got to realize there's an opportunity cost associated with you doing it as well
1: the next option is obviously employing staff directly so whether it be part-time casual project or output based you really got to determine what kind of work is first available or what kind of scale you're going to get before you you commit to someone because obviously with part-time or full-time based staff you know there's that commitment of you sort of annual all the annual leave accruals and 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 sick leave and so forth so it's really important to know whether there is enough scale within your business or if there's enough work in the pipeline before you fully engage
0: someone and I think it's really important Mina that we understand that no one's going to work as hard as you do that's an unrealistic Kind of assumption, and something that I have found business owners sort of fall into that trap. But if your business is predicated and your systems are predicated on finding another you, finding someone else that's going to work as hard as you, then you don't have a business. You don't have a sustainable business. Either the pricing is wrong or your processes are wrong. So you really have to build systems and business and processes in a business. Uh, on the basis of what a realistic employee a good employee but a realistic employee is going to to generate because again there's no one like you and you're just going to make make friends with that so you really need to work out how much your
1: time is worth. So you need to work out basically what your projected profit is, what, what you want your margin to be and work backwards from there. And obviously you've got to benchmark that as well to, to market rates because if you're going, for example, as an accountant, if you're, if you're, the average rate hypothetically is $150 per hour but you're pricing yourself at $500 per hour, you really need to justify what value you can bring to bridge that $350 gap.
0: Yeah, that's right. Why would I pay? why would I do a task myself when I can pay someone fifty dollars to do it? I may as well find something that's much higher value to do in my business. Uh, the problem is that that's very unstructured work. You know, the the doing the technician role is very tends to be very structured work, and that's where we find safety as business owners. Whereas the strategy or the marketing or the relationship building that is unstructured work and can can feel risky to us because you know that's hard to measure. we don't know if we're being effective and all those sorts of things. but don't let that stop you. Um, there's no reason I think that anyone should do everything in their business. It, it's it's not a you know there's, it's not economical, it's not economical use of of your time. As I said, what Michael Gerber suggests is it's really around systemization and uh, documenting systems and building those systems as you occupy those roles as a technician and then a manager. Uh, and so that's really the goal here is to is to do yourself out of a job. You know, create a system that's going to create productivity, measurable productivity, sustainable productivity. Create a system that is less reliant on the quality or the skill of the person as possible so that, you know, what McDonald's have, have done is they've got a business that can be run by 16-year-olds. Uh, anyone that has children, uh, teenage children, knows that that's quite a feat in and of itself. <laughs> Uh, And but they've done it, you know, they've got a good system in process where it's not really about the quality of the team, which is no uh, criticism people that work at McDonald's, of course, but uh, of course, they don't have a lot of working experience. So um, that's really the, the role associated with delegating that work. So first, you've got to have a system, then you can delegate it and let the people run the system and and sometimes it's very
1: hard to let go but you can't really build a, a business solely by yourself or can't scale your business solely by yourself but you also can't build a, a business with sorry to say about crap staff so you really need to make sure you employ the right people people that don't necessarily replicate all your strengths but some, maybe someone that's you know complements your weaknesses to help you grow your business setting up and communicating all your values all your all your standards Make sure it's all, all systematic. You know, in our business, we, we use a lot of programs and softwares that, uh, that uh, inputs sort of checklists and task-driven items to help us ensure that we produce great work each and every time.
0: And we like to talk about blaming the system, not the person. Uh, so when something goes wrong, it's it's uh, sometimes our gut reaction is to blame the person. You did something wrong. But the, the best thing to do is really take a look at your system now, if someone's not following the system, that's not a great team member and maybe they need to find somewhere else to, to work. But mostly it's it's really about systemization. Is what, what can we do? What processes can we put in place so that mistake doesn't happen in the future? And that's, so that's what we like to do. It's a systemization, business systemization, operational systemization uh, is certainly a, a work in progress. It's something that's never done. It's not a destination. It's something that you've got to continue to do within your business and without systems delegating becomes uh, really difficult because systems should train people systems should provide the tools in order to execute on the task and if people don't have the training or the tools you're not going to be able to delegate some of that work and you're going to end up being a one-man band for the rest of your life and dealing with all that stress. So anyway, that's some of some of our sort of insights and experiences that we can share with respect to the art of, of delegating and scaling your business and, and building a, a brand and hopefully an entity that really works without you uh, and generates a predictable level of profitability. That's it from us. Until next week, bye for now.